I'm back, and I'm ready to talk movies. The first film on my list is actually going to be seven films, seven short films, and they're all from French director Georges Méliès. He was one of the earliest filmmakers, though not the very first, but he seemed like the best place to start. Méliès is considered the originator of special effects in movies, and he pioneered techniques like substitution splices, multiple exposures, time-lapse photography, and even dissolves, which are still used. Before discovering movies, Milias was a stage magician, and he had purchased Robert Houdin's old theater, which had fallen into disrepair, and he renovated it. He became hugely successful, in large part because he would conclude each night's entertainment with a lavishly staged original illusion that would not only mystify the audience with magic, but would tell a story in the process. And so it's no surprise that when he switched to making movies, he achieved fame by recreating many of those stage effects on film. And he used the new possibilities of the medium to augment them. He did things that were at the time incredibly difficult to create very realistic illusions on screen. His first film was made in 1896, and he made 78 short films that year. The earliest of his films that I watched is actually the 199th one he made, at least according to IMDb. I imagine it's possible he made some others that aren't listed. Uh, Many of his works are lost, but who knows. Most of what I watched was on the Blu-ray, which you can find linked below. It contains 13 of his short fairy tales. I hunted down a 14th on YouTube, which I also linked because I wanted to watch his version of Bluebeard. And I'm going to split these 14 short films into two segments or episodes, I suppose you'd call them. Today I'm going to cover The Pillar of Fire, Joan of Arc, Bluebeard, Robinson Crusoe, A Trip to the Moon, The Kingdom of Fairies, and The Infernal Cauldron. Although when I say cover, I suppose I could cover all 14. Really, they're they're similar yet different. Uh, They're hardly even movies by the modern definition. The plots are all very simple, and what makes them interesting are the effects. And the shorts that I watched on the Blu-ray, they've all been restored. And Well, great restoration, by the way. You should definitely, if you're into this at all, get that Blu-ray. Uh, the restoration included hand-painting the original colors onto the films. Uh, Milliez had used, you know, over 100 years ago, he had these mixtures and tints, and I guess from his notes they could recreate those. And that's right, these are in color or what passed for color at the turn of the last century. Uh, The the black and white films were shot and then painted by hand, cell by cell, with several colors. And it results in a very unique, interesting product. The colors aren't realistic, but they're vibrant, they're eye-catching. It looks stunning, really, especially if you're expecting a grainy black and white movie. Um, Also included in the restorations were his original narrations, Milliez wrote lines that were spoken by a narrator as his films played, and Milliez even translated them into English himself, so we can hear exactly what he intended us to hear. It's quite different from what I think of when I think of silent films. That's what being a pioneer is all about. There were no preconceived notions of what a film should or shouldn't be in the 1890s, so Milliez did his own thing and more or less made it up as he went along. A Trip to the Moon... It's the only one of this bunch that I know for certain I've seen before. I'd watched it in black and white on a videotape I rented a long time ago, I think back when I was still in college or shortly thereafter. 
And then later I saw a restored version with the images hand-painted, but with no narration in a cinema at some point. Uh, it was part of a festival of short films or interesting old cinema. Uh, but I hadn't seen it since then. Uh, the rest of these were new to me, and they're all very interesting. Situations are often ludicrous. Uh, in Trip to the Moon, for example, when they get to the moon, they leave the moon by pushing their ship off the edge of the moon, and it falls and splashes down to Earth. But you're not watching these for believability. You're watching for fantastic ideas and images, and Milius delivers. And I can only imagine how astonishing these must have been to theater patrons when they, the entire medium of film was new. Um, the others, they're all very interesting. Robinson Crusoe's fun. It has a really cool, happy ending. Uh, Infernal Cauldron is short, but interesting effects. These are, I'd say, they're all worth watching. There wasn't any single one of these where I was tired and waiting for it to end. And they are, you know, 20 minutes is considered a long one. So some are like two or three minutes. Um, so that's it. I'm going to watch The Great Train Robbery next. It's from 1903. Directed by Edwin S. Porter. If you want to watch it, you can watch it and then come back and we can compare thoughts. But until then, see you around.